Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Handmade Network podcast. My name is Ryan Fleury, and today I'm joined by Ramon Santamaria, also known as Ray, uh, who made the popular library within the Handmade community and other communities as well, uh, called Raylib. Um, how's it going, Ray? Uh, hello, Ryan. Nice to be here. Hi. Yeah, uh, it's great to have you on the show. Um, I wanted to start just by talking about Raylib, since that's kind of what you're known for, uh, and you know, it's a it's a, it's a library that I recommend to people all the time. Uh, not like I haven't done a lot with it, um, but I noticed that I've checked out the APIs and I've seen what people can do with it. And one of the problems with C, uh, when people are getting started or C++ or anything like that, they're putting text into a box and it's just like this kind of grueling process. But I think libraries like Raylib, and I got started on a similar library called Allegro, uh, where it's just like, no, you can actually put stuff on the screen now. I think those are really important tools. Um, so how, how about you walk walk everybody through what Raylib is and like how you position it uh, to to people who are trying to learn about it for the first time? Uh, well, uh, Raylib it's uh, basically uh, as the slogan says uh, a simple and easy to use library to uh, mm -hmm. learn or enjoy video games programming. Actually, it's uh, very uh, simple and very straightforward and. Uh, yeah, you, you you can put uh, graphic things in the in the screen in a very easy way, and mm -hmm. that, that's it. Actually, library was originally developed uh, for education to 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 teach programming to uh, art people that had never written code uh, code before. Oh, yeah, that, interesting. That, okay, that that was the origin of of the library. Um, wow. Yeah, that's the reason I tried to find something super simple, super easy. And also super fast to learn uh, mm -hmm. the basis of programming and to have something in the screen uh, as fast as possible. That 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 was the right the reason. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. So you have you originally wrote this thing as as something for artists. So you had artists writing C code. Is that true? Yeah. Well, I, I, actually, I I started teaching in a course uh, mostly oriented to well, it was a degree mostly oriented for artists with a lot of uh, art oh, subjects, and there was one lost subject around that was uh, C programming was programming actually, and it, it was oh, okay. <laughs> like the subject, the most technical subject in all the degree that that nobody likes, you know, and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I was teaching that subject for one year and I saw that it was really a pain for a lot of students because uh, it was C right. in the command line and most of the students were more uh, art-oriented than, than technical. Right. And first year, well, the, the first year I, I taught the subject, I just found a library called uh, BGI a Borland graphics uh, library. It's a very, very old uh, library. And yeah. I tried it in the class, and uh, actually it worked uh, perfectly. A uh, mm. lot of students get engaged in drawing some shapes on the screen and everything. And after finishing the first year, uh, I, I, I continued teaching for the following years. But that summer, I decided to, yeah, just create kind of a copy of that library or something inspired by that library, but with hardware accelerated. And I also, I, I had also code a lot in XNA in the past. So I decided to right. create kind of a C version of XNA. 
something very small, yeah. very simple, a, a weekend project actually. And yeah, and, and that was the origin of Right Leap. And after, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, by the next year when I try it, it worked incredibly good with the students, but it was wow. really amazing. And from that point, I started working further on the library. And well, it's mm -hmm. almost seven years now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. So you had, it sounds like you had pretty good success with giving uh, like a simple kind of tool for people who maybe didn't do much programming before they were exposed to this. Um, uh, and like saying, here you go, like here, here are the functions you can call to like do things that are uh, artistically relevant and uh, go wild. And it sounds like it worked pretty well. Like it sounds like artists actually yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like, I, 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 used I, it effectively. Yeah, actually, it was quite quite amazing of this because the subject was only uh, fifty class hours. Uh, the, the all the subject, wow. and in that fifty class hours, I had to teach the basis of C programming, and also wow. okay. uh, the 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 final yeah. objective was developing a game, and most of the students were able to develop a pong in just uh, without any coding experience, without any previous coding experience. They learned wow. some C. And they start using Riley with with the bases, uh, and they code a pong. It was wow, re really, really amazing. I, I, I actually, it took me like yeah. ten years of my life to to do the same. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I I definitely didn't learn how to make pong in fifty hours of programming. So that's really impressive. That's awesome. The other thing I noticed about Rayleigh was it seems like it's pretty, I mean, it is still posed as a very simple library, but I, I realized when I see some demos of Rayleigh that um, it does offer some more complicated support, like not crazy, like not like uh, extremely like, nothing would be extremely cumbersome for an artist, let's say, but you have the ability to, for example, like uh, uh, use custom shaders and like, so it seems like there's this effort to make it so that Raylib is also usable as a tool for like production programming. Is that true? Like, is, is that something you're thinking about? Like in terms of what you want people to sort of be able to uh, use Raylib for? Uh, well, the, tr the truth is that I'm still thinking about uh, what's the best <laughs> use for, for Riley. <laughs> right. But yeah, okay. I, I can explain that. Uh, yeah, when I saw that that level of engagement with the students and other people, I, I start presenting the mm -hmm. uh, the, li the library here in in, in Barcelona in in the uh, game dev community, and yeah, yeah, the, right. the level of engagement just grow and grow, and then I decided yeah. to start adding more features and try to make it uh, bigger, and yeah, and allow the users to do more more complex things with the library right but yeah i also have to say that at some point along those seven years uh, i i had to rethink several times that that approximation because right uh, it's really in uh, as a developer it's it's really great to keep adding features on uh, trying more <laughs> complex things every time, you know, but yeah, uh, at some point you 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 can lose the track, you, you know, you you can uh, yeah. try to add add too many things and to lose 
uh, at some point, I, I just stop and think and say, okay, Rylip, it's it's that. It's simple and, and easy to use. It's intended for that, uh, to be simple right. and easy. So maybe there is no point in trying yeah. to add a lot of features or make it that that complex. Well, right. but despite that, it's 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 super big at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you do have to walk the line between, um, like I would imagine there are API design decisions along the way where you're like, well, I could expose some more power here, that's uh, but I but that's like makes it more complicated. So like maybe maybe I side with the simpler way, even though it restricts the scope a little bit more. Yeah. But that's fine because that's the point. Like. Um, yeah, I, I, actually, yeah. Uh, it, it, that that's one of the the things that take me uh, more work when when I have to mm. uh, to add any new function to the API. Uh, right. I really need to think very well not not only about the naming but also uh, how many parameters that function requires. If some parameter right. parameter can be kept internal to the function as a definer or, or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's difficult. Uh, Rileep starts with uh, just eighty functions. Uh, Rileep first version of Rileep were eighty functions in the API, and today it has about uh, four hundred and forty or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. So if somebody if somebody wants to see the scale of Rileep, um, you say it's really large, but it's actually like, it, and it is it is large, but it's it's funny because you can find some like APIs from for like large companies, for example, that are like probably like this squared or something. Yeah. So I think it's it's still got that. It still to me feels like a really nice, like tight, handmade kind of kind of approach to everything. So, um, but that being said, it's a lot of it's a lot of work that's gone into it. So if somebody wants to see the scale, go to raylib.com/cheatsheet. Yeah. I would assume slash cheat sheet, cheat sheets uh, .html, and you'll just see like there's a lot of work that's gone into this. Like it's pretty it's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, well, I, I actually it, it get bigger than than expected. I, I'm just checking it right now. And, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> it, it yeah. Got bigger than expected. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah I, sure. Actually, uh, comparing to their to their libraries, to their APIs, or um, to to some engines, it's it's relatively small. Actually, yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you know how many lines of code the entire like implementation is at this point? Um, I got I got the number wrong. <laughs> let, 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 let me think. I, I think it it, it was around um, uh, thirty thousand, something like that. Oh, okay. Well, like, no, yeah, no, that is pretty. Uh, thirty thousand. Uh, if we don't count uh, the external libraries used to load. Some specific right. formats like the STBs, the STB right. library, yeah. and some other library. I think it, it was yeah. around uh, fifty thousand or forty thousand, something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I I have to do the same thing in my projects because I use STB image too. Because I don't really, I'm not super interested in writing a PNG decoder um, unless there was like a specific reason to do it. For example, yeah. Uh, so. Um, I have the same problem where it's like, well, I've written a hundred thousand lines of code. And it's like, no, you have to ca- take out like yeah. the OpenGL headers and like this and like STV image and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, actually, uh, the, um, one of the last things I added to the library, well, uh, it was about a year mm-hmm. ago, or something, 
it was a, a config yeah. file, a config file that allows it, it has like 100 uh, config parameters that allows to wow. strip all the parts that you don't need from the library, like file oh. formats or or even audio or maybe 3D models or lots of things that let you compile a really, really small uh, version of the library in, in case you, you wow. need it. I, I, I actually use that for, for, for my tools. I only compile wow. the, the minimum required uh, features of the library. That's pretty interesting. So you basically have a way there's like, uh, is this like through like a custom build thing or like, I don't know what this looks like. Well, um, actually it's a, a config.h file you with a, oh. with a collection of defines and you just uh, comment the defines with the things you don't want. And gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's super. So it's, it's, <laughs> so it's just purely inside the language. I really like that because yeah. normally what people use for that is like CMake or like they have to like, you have to dig through all these different like formats yeah. or something, but the fact that it's in the language. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, really not, nice. I'm not a big fan of uh, build systems actually. Actually, I think there right. is a lot of work to do in that, in that field for the future. Yeah. Uh, I use, I, oh, yeah. with Rileap, I, I use and I maintain a plain make file. And mm. um, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable with that. But yeah, the library yeah. also has a CMake implementation. It, it was actually a contribution. Mm -hmm. And but yeah, I like to. I always try to keep things simple, as much simple right. as possible. I, I, I actually, yeah. when when I add some feature or when I add uh, something to the library, the first thing that comes into my mind it's about uh, maintainability. Uh, how, how would be yeah. the cost to what, what would be the cost to maintain that that feature or, or that addition to the library yeah that's pretty interesting so i've been thinking about that a lot recently also where you know like when pe when somebody takes a computer science like data structures course or an algorithms yeah. course they'll learn about this notion of like big o complexity well, I, I, ironically, I, I, I've never studied that. <laughs> That's, oh, okay. Well, I, I, I studied that by, by myself, but uh, I, yeah. I am an electronic engineer. I got a, an electronic engineering degree. And gotcha. Yeah, and actually, there is not that much uh, computing in that in that degree. Right. Well, I, most most of the computing I, I did was in, in assembly for microchips. So. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's a good place to start, right? Yeah, yeah I totally love that. Because <laughs> yeah. it was quite yeah. uh, simple. I mean, okay, yeah, right. it's not simple, but uh, it it really fit very well in my mindset. With It's almost like pure. It, it's like, it's it's simpler building blocks, but it maybe is less simple to somebody who's like not thinking about the computer necessarily, I guess. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of a very direct way to uh, speak with the hardware. And yeah, yeah. So sometimes it it, it 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 could sound weird, but it seems easier to me than moving too many levels of abstraction to higher level to higher uh, right. languages. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What I was gonna comment on about the um, 
about the maintainability thing is uh, yeah, yeah. people often use this big O thing like O of N squared or something to, yeah. to say that, you know, for N data points, you have to do something related to N squared computations. Like that's the very high level picture. Yeah. What's interesting recently is I've been thinking about that kind of idea, not exactly like not mathematically precisely or anything, but I've been thinking about that, that idea when it comes to maintainability. Like if I add this code, am I going to have to touch this again for like, or is it going to have to spread to like n places in the code base? Which means that if I if I make a change in the future, I have n places to touch. Um, yeah. And like thinking about things that way, it's pretty interesting. I don't know if you've thought about stuff like that. I, 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 I think all the time about that. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I, I really really think a lot about that because uh, mm -hmm. when I, uh, for example, now. Uh, I, I got about 150 contributors to the library, what well, I had in, in all the Relief right. history. And sometimes in the past, uh, I just added some things that then I realized that they, they were great additions, actually, or great improvements. But mm. when it arrived the point that I had to maintain it, it was really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was really a nightmare actually yeah, yeah. Some... well it's, it's also not even your code so how how will like it'll be harder for you to maintain it than somebody else yeah uh, presumably yeah yeah it is it is because uh most of the times uh you you got contributions that um uh, don't imply a further maintainability for from the authors you you know i mean you, you just get, yeah. get the code, you integrate integrate the code, but you, you have to read and understand and verify that code, but also uh, be able to maintain it. That, 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 that's it. And right. some changes could affect uh, different places. And yeah, yeah well, it, 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 it's, com it's a complex topic, I think. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you... So, kind of zooming back a little bit, yeah. you started Raylib as primarily an educational measure. Yeah. Um, so, I would assume that your profession is uh, teaching, like you're a, a professor or a teacher or uh, something like that? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I act, actually, okay. for, for, for the last uh, seven years of my life, I've been mostly teaching. I've been mostly teaching, okay. yeah. but I, I also got uh, two different companies and I released some games. And actually, in the oh, last cool. two years, okay. I started teaching and uh, I founded another company and I released a, a set of, of tools trying to find some kind of a blue lake for, for Rileap. Just... Mm. And, okay. Uh, yeah, but actually, right now, I'm... I'm teaching again in the university. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I love teaching actually, but I also mm -hmm. love um, creating things and putting them on the market. And um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that makes sense. I, I, I do, don't know do how, you... how to define it myself actually. <laughs> in, <laughs> in that yeah. I'm a teacher. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm a teacher and also an entrepreneur. And, uh, right. Yeah, for sure. So you I don't, so... I don't know exactly how to do Yeah. This. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you 
you so it sounds like you like to make products and ship them and everything yeah um do you use Raylib to do that? Like, have have you used it as a tool that you use to do stuff like that, like in general, or um... in the for my latest projects, I I use Raylib because I want okay, to explore yeah. the potential of the library, also improve the library, uh, also yeah. try to put uh, something in the market made with the library. Uh, yeah, it, it yeah. was just. Yeah, a, a, a decision I take, and why not give it a go? And yeah, I right. tried. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. well, I think the best way to make tools is probably to use them. Also, like to uh, like I think that's a good idea because, um, yeah. for example, you have Jonathan Blow making his language, and he's making a game in it on the side at the same time. So it makes like it, I think it's a good strategy for people to use the tools that they're making for other people. So. Um, I think that's a that's a good thing in my in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, I, com I completely agree. I, I, actually, um, yeah. Uh, and now I'm using Rileap, my my library, to build my my tools. But the tools I'm mm -hmm. building, uh, I'm using those tools. Uh, actually, there are some tools that I built to build other tools. That, that, that's in my sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's sense. meta. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, for I, I created another library that it, it's a great guy, great guy. Yeah. Oh or yeah. 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 And mm -hmm. it, it's an immediate mode uh, UI library, and it's used to I use it to create the interfaces for all my tools, but I also create uh, several small tools to customize the style of the UI. Another tool to define in a visual way the layouts of the of the tools, and another tool to create the mm. icons for the tools. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> super, that's super great. All together, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of so, inception or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you um, so uh, Ray GUI is not a part of Raylib proper. Is that true? No, like actually, I'm not seeing it on the list. Of it's one. a separate okay. library. It's a, a single file header only library. Uh, actually, it doesn't gotcha. need to be used with with Raylib. It can use independently with another library for the rendering oh, cool. and everything. Yeah. Right. And okay. then when I had the the Raygui library, I decided to build using Raylib and Raygui some tools that yeah. help me to build other tools. And using right why? Yeah. yeah, so it sounds that's, super crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and after that, and after that, I built several tools that I use myself, those tools <laughs> that are a text yeah. tracker, a texture viewer, uh, with also formats conversion, and a sounds generator, a procedural sound generator that is based in the SF SDFX. Oh it's called SF. SFXR, I think. Yeah, SFXR. Yeah, is that it's it, it, it's based. Okay. On, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I I remember using that for some games that I was making in like eighth grade or something. I I would use SFXR to generate like little chip chip tuny sounds kinds of things. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, actually, it's a useful tool. It's it's it, it's great. It's it's an open source project actually. And at some point, I decided to oh, okay to create some something similar, looking at the, at the sources and everything. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the the FX sound generator I I, I got, uh, it's kind of my test bed for Rileap, for Rigwai, uh, for the other tools. Yeah, yeah. It, it was my, yeah, my that test makes sense. Bet, actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of maintainability, something I'm noticing about Raylib is that it supports a really wide breadth of platforms. Like it's it's I I guess I don't see well, no, you did post recently on I think it was on Twitter that somebody was somebody had ported Raylib to like a, presumably like a Nintendo DS homebrew. Yeah. But even that, even that discounted, you have Windows, Linux, uh, Mac, uh, I don't even, FreeBSD, yeah. Raspberry Pi, Raspberry Pi Desktop, um, Android, and HTML5. Like, that's like... Yeah, that's... That's, there, there are some, that's a lot of stuff. Think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. actually, actually so, in, the, in the last uh, three months, I, I've mm -hmm. seen Rileep also running in uh, PS4, uh, Switch, wow. Switch. And last week project, uh, someone ported it to 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. All, 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 all awesome. Homebrew projects, by the way, all Homebrew with using Homebrew libraries, not the official SDKs. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. Do you maintain all of those, <laughs> or those platform layers? Like uh, actually, I, I can't. I cannot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I. I I cannot maintain all that. I just, uh, I, I got an integrated, uh, a continuous integrated uh, system on, on GitHub that compiles the uh, library for for all the platforms or for the, the main platforms. Obviously, the, the Homebrew platforms, I'm not supporting them officially. Right. And yeah, the, the continuous integration system I got in, in GitHub uh, compiles the library and the examples for all the all the platforms, desktop platforms, Windows, Mac, uh, Linux, uh, also Android, right. HTML, HTML5. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's the only way I have to at least verify the library compiles and kind of yeah. <laughs> works in some way. But uh, yeah, actually, there, there is a, a big community behind it that uh, usually um, puts the library in different package managers uh, all around. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I'm not getting a lot of issues uh, related to that. So I'm assuming that, uh, well, or there are not many things using right no there is there are not many people using right in other platforms or everything yeah. is working kind of fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's it yeah but i, I actually yeah. i have to say that uh, right now i'm working toward that that point i'm doing some right improvements to improve my maintainability uh, of right i see yeah yeah i'm doing yeah that makes sense yeah um yeah because i was thinking about like on apple things like they've deprecated OpenGL. i don't know if you're planning on doing another graphics backend or what is the story there but well actually mac it's mac os it's, it's the platform with more problems i think at, at the moment uh, with, okay <laughs> well actually it yeah. works it works but there are so, some problems with the high DPI that I, I think a lot uh, of libraries out there have problems in Mac with the high DPI and also mm -hmm. the, the deprecation of OpenGL. It's something that doesn't help, actually. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I have to say that I thought about just 
eh, dropping eh, Mac support <laughs> for Riley. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. well, for the moment, it still works. And yeah, mm. I, I, I also thought about um, supporting the Vulkan, um, Vulkan backend for, for Riley. Right. But yeah, that's a lot of work, really a lot of work. And I really think yeah. that it's not required for Ryleap. I mean, yeah. the, the people that really need that extra power from a library, it's probably not using Ryleap. It's probably using a Unity or an Unreal Engine. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I, I actually, uh, I, I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think it's something that doesn't fit in, in Dry Leap or not at this moment, at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, so circling back to the tools, um, yeah. I, I just scrolled down on the website here. And there, so there, I don't know if these are all tools that you've, it looks like these are all tools that you've written. Um, so for example, on the website, if people go to raylib.com, uh, there's like Raylib Technologies tools. Yeah. I would assume these are kind of like the standalone, like programs that do something that's useful um yeah. that's not a part of Raylib proper but maybe people like um use them with their workflow when when using Raylib and uh do you want to talk about those at all or yeah, maybe sure. tools that well, yeah, are listed I, I, here actually or? They, they they are standalone tools uh, they 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 awesome. yeah. have been de developed using uh Raylib and Ray Y and yeah Ray and yeah they, they they are intended for different uh, they are intended for video games development, but I try to make them uh, for small purposes. I mean, they don't intend mm. to be doing everything, but just to do some right. small things that usually in video games, uh, you, you, it, it's a bit difficult sometimes to find a specific tool to do that for your video game, for example, uh, uh, clear right. clear the alpha channel for an image or convert to power of two or so do some kind of a specific pixel form and conversion or, yeah, or right. uh, texture packer. And one of the best things actually for all those tools that it's something that it's kind of invisible, it's the command line. It's the <laughs> command line. They all have the, the, the a fancy interface. Um, <laughs> That it's yeah. uh, lightweight and everything, but, but the, the the real power of those tools is the command line. You you they, they are really powerful. I think the command line actually it's what take me more work in any of the in every <laughs> one of those tools, and it's one <coughs> of those things that it's complete completely invisible for anyone using the tools. And right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, for, that's for pretty example, funny. Yeah, just just a detail, just a detail. For example, for the RFX, the FX gen, the sound generator, you know, right. yeah. you got a, a full command line audio player for OGG, MP3, all kinds of formats. Uh, that that mm -hmm. you you see a, a a kind of progress bar in the command line with no interface at all, uh, and you got a command <laughs> line player. <laughs> I think I think wow. that did something awesome. But probably useless, but but awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you say that um, the command line is more effort almost than doing the actual yeah. <laughs> UI stuff. Like that's funny um, because usually the argument is the other way. Like people are people say that 
you know, why would I spend time to write a GUI for this thing when I could just have a command line? I, I could see it both ways, but that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, actually, most of yeah. those tools is the other way around because I, I try to provide yeah. not only all the same um, features that the tool provides with the UI interface, but also some extra mm -hmm. features that could be useful or, or some extra configuration parameters that I could not fit in an easy way in the UI interface, you know? Right. And yeah. yeah, actually. Uh, yeah. I, I don't to know do, if like, anyone is using the those command lines, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would yeah, I would imagine like for a uh like for the sound generator, you could presumably like uh tune some parameters to do like batches of things more easily or something. Like there there are definitely things that it feels like there are different things that you would want from a command line to do like a lot of automation. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are, they are intended for for automation. Actually, they are primarily intended yeah. for automation. I, I, actually, mm -hmm. uh, in in I, I work in in automation in in the past. I, I I work in oh I work in electronic arts in the localization team. Uh, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, mainly I was working in, in pipelines. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. We had to do a lot of automation. Uh, actually, we need to do a lot of. Uh, we have to create a lot of tools to to process text, to process audio, uh, to process right. image, even some time for for localization. Actually, to to adapt the games to a bunch of languages, and mm -hmm. yeah, and for me, it's super important uh, the command line and the the, the automation of processes. And uh, yes, that that that's probably the reason mm -hmm. I put a lot of effort in in the command line of those tools. Uh, but yeah, then I also know that usually people that it's not that used to the command line uh, prefer to have a, a UI interface to do things. But yeah, for example, for a for an image editor, if you have to change the pixel format for uh, 1,000 images, uh, that's impossible to, right. to, to be done in a manual way. Uh, you, you have yeah. to automate it, yeah. Yeah, actually, for sure. For example, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Actually, for example, with the text viewer, uh, the air text viewer tool, you can apply up to uh, two hundred and fifty-six different operations, chain it into every single image that you process. So imagine that you process. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you process ten thousand <laughs> images, and you need to automate. Uh, uh, two, 256 chain it uh, operations uh, over every, every image. It can be done. Yeah. It be done and, it, and it's actually super fast. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And for people who haven't checked this out before, as as we kind of uh, brushed over a little bit earlier, yeah. Raylib like, runs on web as well as a platform. So it, for anybody listening, go to Raylib dot com or really raylibtech.itch.io and like the text viewer for example is like there you can just run it in your browser uh which is kind of awesome because you can also run it locally or on apparently raspberry pis like so that's pretty awesome <laughs> well I, I actually the the uh web version of those tools one was one one of the latest things i did uh back in in march uh oh, okay yeah um yeah, it, it's also actually. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it is because all the it, it's compiled to WebAssembly, and once right. uh, zip and everything, the the WebAssembly the file that you download to run locally, but in web, it's kind of uh, two hundred kilobytes or something like that. 
It's wow. 300 okay, yeah. kilobytes. 300 kilobytes. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. you got a complete tool with lots of features that it's in some cases is smaller than a, a banner in, in a website. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you have you have websites nowadays loading like I don't know how big parallax.js is. Maybe that's not that big of one actually. <laughs> but well, in, in in any case, Ryan, uh, 200 or 300 kilobytes for a full tool running on web. It's yeah. it's really it's really crazy. I I think that the, the future it could could be going that that way if if done properly. Right, for sure. Yeah, um I think uh it's a little bit interesting because we it seems like we have a lot of bandwidth to, you know, like you suggested like transfer these giant banners over the network to people's computers before they can view a website. Um but like that's a lot of information and you can fit a lot into that. Um like a lot of useful stuff into that. Uh and I think I I think that really speaks to the um the value of handmade in kind of a more interconnected, like in an, in a world that's really heavily structured around the internet or browsers or constantly downloading new programs to run on the fly like a browser does. Um, it's, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of value in making those programs small so that the user can just see them almost instantaneously, um, which is which is pretty great. I think so. Um, I, I actually, actually, I have to say that... Um, I, I did a, a small market study. I, I, actually, I, I like uh, investigating. I like investigating and doing market study and, uh, well, the, the, this kind of stuff. And when I put all those tools uh, on web, uh, I try mm -hmm. to research for similar tools um, also running on web and uh, compiled to WebAssembly and, and, yeah, and working that way. Yeah. And I have to say that I didn't find that rule um, run full on web. I mean, on my yeah. tools, uh, even all the interface uh, runs. It, it's, it's, it's rendered by the application. There are a lot of tools mm -hmm. out there that uh, some part of the tool run with WebAssembly, for example, a 3D visualizer, but then all the yeah. interface elements are just a regular a JavaScript or some kind of uh, JavaScript library to create the elements on the canvas and, and everything, you know? And right. I think there is a lot of potential on creating pure uh, web assembly tools, not dependent yeah. on, on other technologies like CSS or, or some JavaScript library or anything. I, I think there's right. a lot of potential on that on that side. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I think so too. Um, have you noticed, so we, we, we were just talking about the tools that you had written. It, it, it looks, I, I, I think these are all written by you. Um, yeah. I think there's also like lots of other things like there's, I don't know if there are like, I know lots of people make games with Raylib. Do other people use Raylib in, in like for web tools or tools in general that, that, that are interesting or. Yeah, uh, well, uh, yeah, that, actually it's, it's, I have to say that it's very difficult to track uh, everything that people is doing with with Riley. Um, from from, right. from, time, yeah. from time to time, I go to GitHub and I do some research. Uh, now there are yeah. more than I don't know, but lots of projects, lots of projects uh, using yeah. Riley, and I cannot check 
all of them. I, I, I also <laughs> got a, a, a Discord channel about uh, Riley Live with around 2,000 people on there and with a wow. showcase yeah. uh, section that people, it's all the time showing things made with Riley. Some very, very impressive things, really. Very yeah. impressive things. Uh, now it comes to my mind a couple of tools. One tool, it's, it's actually published. It's called Master Plan. That it's made with Rylip. Actually, it's made with Rylip Go, with with a bin. Okay. It's called Master Plan, and it's a kind of a planification tool to to planify. Yeah, for for, for organize uh, your project with the to do list and everything, and you see progress bar for every to do. And oh uh, wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. It's uh, you find it. And then there is another yeah. one. Let me see. It was uh, Mission Commander. I don't know. Uh, let, let, me, let me check. Um, mm -hmm. um, see, oh, I don't know. I, I don't remember. It was kind of Mission Commander, or it, it was kind of a. Um, I don't know. Mission Commander, I think it was. Let, 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 let me check. Mission Commander. Okay. Commander. Uh, yeah, I thought. No. Oh, we don't know. Mission Commander, I think it was, mm. but I cannot find. It, it was kind of um, a file, file be aware, you know, with, with the two, uh, with the split screen. To build. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a, a um, like yeah, the, the file a file commander. <laughs> I don't know how, what's the that's the name for that. The yeah. Mission commander. I think yeah. Well. Was, but I, okay. I, I can't yeah, find well, it now. If, yeah. Yeah. If we find it, but I'll what, put it in well, the podcast links so people can check it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I got the link somewhere, so I, I send yeah. it later to you. Uh, Mission commander. Okay. I think it's called. The tool. Uh, well, re returning to the question, yeah, th th there are things made with Rileep out there. There are people making tools. Also, I've seen a couple of uh, pixel uh, editors and some uh, okay. tile editors. Uh, I, yeah. I've, some, I've seen some tools uh, made with Rileep and also uh, some games. Uh, if you if you take a, a, a quick look in, in Ichio, you will find uh, a list of games made with Rileep. Uh, but I have to say that most of the Rileep users uh, by now are mm -hmm. mostly people starting, students, people that are using it for hobby. So right. have not seen any big game or any hit, let's say that way. Right. Uh, yeah. Made with yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yet, so you know, who knows? Maybe yeah. in, in a future that 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 would change. But I, I also have right. to say, that, uh, despite having a, almost seven years, actually, uh, Riley will be seven years in a couple of months. Uh, wow. I think it's not that much time. I mean, Riley has yeah. has grown. Uh, actually, uh, it's been. Uh, this last year, in the last year, that uh, the growth of Riley has been exponential. So, oh wow, are you measuring? Like, are you measuring users or something, or like somehow, like users in the Discord or something like that? 
I, uh, I and it's like literally exponential or I because that'd be pretty great. I, I try to I try to measure things. I I, I try by but it's 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 yeah. Not, it, well, wait, 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 let, let, let's it's hard. Just just a second, cause I I'm I think I got some document here with some of the measures. Uh, yeah. I just I think it could be interesting, but I don't know where, where I have it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also noticed Raylib has like f I just checked the uh, GitHub page and there are four thousand commits, so that's a lot of that's <laughs> a lot of work. That's that's pretty great. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that, that's that, that's, that's awesome. A that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I got, I got I got something. Uh, uh, Ryan got okay. got some numbers. Got some numbers. Uh, okay. Well, those numbers are. I have to update it because from time to time I do a time stamp every uh, two months or so. Uh, I do uh -huh. a time stamp with the numbers that that change. But right now there are about almost seven hundred closed issues. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I, I arrived to the four thousand commits. Uh, also, more than four thousand line users. It's about 2,100, uh, 2, uh, yeah. Reddit, 700, uh, supporters, sponsors and supporters. Right now, it's about uh, 50 people. There are about 50 supporters. Uh, downloads, oh, wow. it's about each EO downloads that are the ones that I count. Uh, it's more than 23,000. And also I got around 18,000 downloads in GitHub. Uh, yeah, th th those are some, some of the numbers that I try to keep some track. But yeah, yeah it's, it's difficult to have the real numbers. Because, right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like it's growing quite a bit. I mean, um, how many stars does it have now? Four point two thousand. So that's a lot. That's like nothing to sneeze at. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of people using Raylib. And yeah, I think I, I like from from what I can tell, like it seems to be a pretty effective educational tool. So uh, that's like a really good thing. Well, I I think so. I I, I really think so. Uh, yeah, it's really easy to <laughs> it's really easy to use yeah. and. Uh, to date, personally, I, I have used it with uh, around 800 students, something like that. Um, wow, okay. I, I've tested it with 800 students, and I, I got the feedback, and the library has grown uh, along seven years with that feedback. I mean, I add yeah. it and change it, I improve things uh, using that feedback. So I, I really believe it works very well uh, for education, I really believe. Yeah, and I, actually here, yeah. here in Barcelona, I, I know uh, several uh, education centers, education institutions that are using Riley and have integrated Riley. Wow! And I, 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 actually, it, it, it was nice because when when I was there in in Seattle in the handmade network, uh, yeah. uh, there was the the I, I can't remember right now the the name, but it was the Art Academy that. It was there in the armory, in the second floor in the armory, just up yeah. upstairs from the place where they had made uh, Seattle event was held. 
there, there uh -huh. is a, a private, well, I don't know it's a private word. There was a, 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 an academy that they are te teaching video games development. And they use Riley. <laughs> they are oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and actually, I, I was there, and I got the, the, the opportunity to 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 see the students in the class and to speak with them. And wow. Yeah, it, it was. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was super. Cool. And that wasn't planned at all. Like that was just on no, a no, different no, floor of the not, armory. No, I, I, I actually uh, they they contacted <laughs> me great. like two days before going, and they told me if if I was available to go there. And yeah, it, it was great for me. I, I, actually, yeah. it was super exciting for the students, but but it was maybe more exciting for me, actually. <laughs> it was kind yeah. of, oh, come on, they are using the library that I created in the other side of the wall. It's it's kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah that's awesome. Actually, yeah. Did, did some of them come down to the conference? Because I, I, I thought you were... I, I, if I remember correctly, I didn't... Cause, it, we didn't have a ton of time to check out all the all of the booths, but if I remember correctly, you were running like you had a booth for Raylib. I yeah, thought, yeah, right? yeah. I, I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. Yeah. I got a booth with Raylib and all the tools and uh, right. Yeah, it actually, it 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 was great. I, I really had that's awesome. Very good time there. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Handmade Seattle was great. Um yeah. I'm looking forward to the to the. Uh, it was just announced recently. The um, the online equivalent yeah. that's happening well, due to, uh, actually, due to actually, coronavirus. But <laughs> what what was that? Yeah, actually, I already registered for the <laughs> for the new event. The registration process is it's already open. Oh yeah 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 uh, yeah that's that's awesome. I'm super excited for it. Um, yeah, so for people who want to check out the uh, Handmade Seattle conference, it's going to be online this year because, yeah. as we know, the world is is going up in flames. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can go to handmade-seattle.com and uh, think about purchasing a ticket. It's online. Um, you'll be able to see stuff for free, but uh, purchasing the ticket not only helps out the conference, but uh, it also allows you to uh, to get some perks. Um, though, if you want more information, check out the site because I'm not <laughs> I'm not like a spokesperson for it. So, uh, uh, but it'd be really cool to see everybody there. It's very recommended. Really, it's really yeah. recommended. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, did did students come down like from the from like into the Handmade Seattle conference as well? Like were they there like conversing with you at, at the booth and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, there were some you... of them there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, That's awesome. And they came and yeah, yeah I, I, actually it, it was very 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 nice cuz uh, yeah, when when you are working in the in your project uh, in in your in your city um uh, well, I, I usually try to speak about Rileep or do some conferences about Rileep all around in, in Barcelona or in some fairs or, or video games events or, or anything. But at the end of the day, it's all uh, close in your small wall to, to say it in some way. I mean, and when you see that your product has expanded so far away, it's it's so exciting. It's kind of yeah. Oh, uh, look at that! People in in that place of the world is is using Riley. Uh, actually, yeah. uh, 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 Riley Discord ha has been open for kind of a year or a year and a half. And as, okay. as I said, there are about uh, two thousand people in there, and I've seen people mm -hmm. from all around the world. And wow, it's it's. It's super exciting. It's 
it's it's incredible. I mean, it, for me, it's 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 amazing that so many people around yeah. the world know know about Rileep, and they talk about Rileep and they create amazing things with Rileep. It's yeah, yeah. that's amazing. I mean, that's really amazing. It's yeah. um, I always I always uh really enjoy the coming together because I mean, ha handmade the handmade community is kind of this online, uh, it's primarily like an online, uh, community. So it's always really awesome to see everything come together. And like, this is a really great example of that. Just, um, you know, you're across the world making your library and it's, it's spread through the internet so that everybody's using the thing that you wrote. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it is. It's <laughs> half an award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty great. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Hanwood Seattle, you were there showcasing stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, like, were you talking about the, uh, like, do, were you, was there anything there that was, like, future-oriented? Like, were you talking about something, like, plans for Raylib or uh, things that you might be working on in the future? Like, I noticed that there was a networking module that's not yeah. quite in yet, it looks like. Well, um, actually, um, I, usually when I release a new version of the library, I try to to sit down for a for a while and rethink uh, all the project and rethink the direction that it's following and trying to find uh, what is the best uh, things to add or the best things to work in. Uh, gotcha. at, 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 at the beginning, it was very easy because uh, it's it's really fun. Uh, you have a lot of fun just adding features and adding new things and trying that and trying those and creating examples. That's that's really yeah. fun. But at this point, Rileep, it's quite big. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I have to think uh, where should, should I focus all my efforts uh, and how to improve it? Because uh, th th there are uh, lots of great libraries out there. Uh, besides yeah. Leap, and I, I'm I try to follow more or less the other libraries for UI or other games libraries that uh, keep appearing out there, uh, and, and, and I and I also uh, have a bookmark for all the uh, roadmaps for all the big engines like yeah. Unity and Real, the, the, the right the Stripe engine. It was called Chenko before. Well, I I I, I follow the roadmaps for all the engines. And I try to take my decisions uh, looking at that because obviously I, I cannot be Riley cannot be a, a big engine. That's that's clear. So right. I, I can try uh, to add uh, super uh, fancy visual features like uh, uh, Unreal, Unity, Godot is doing now. Uh, mm. But I think that Riley, that's not the direction to to follow for the library code for 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 several reasons. For the main reason, it's because it's not sustainable for me. That's that, that's the main reason. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I can uh, focus in in other things that to to make the library better. Uh, I, I, actually, right now I'm writing an article. Uh, on that side, because every time to time I, I write an, an article uh, talking about Riley Future with the the things I think uh, are the best for the library or how are the next steps for the library. Uh, right now, I'm in the process of writing yeah. that 
that article, but I, I can do some spoiler maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how quickly I get this episode out. So maybe it won't be. <laughs> but uh, in the last month, I've been working in uh, a software rendering option for Rileap because people oh, cool. like to target uh, embedded devices. I've seen that there is a lot of community trying to use Rileap and using Rileap in not only Raspberry Pi in native mode, but in other similar devices that are in the market. There are a lot of devices similar to Raspberry Pi wow. and also uh, smaller devices that have no uh, GPU power. Uh, uh, yeah. So I already had uh, some software rendering options only to the only and i've been working on that lately uh cool yeah i i i think that it's a good direction for for the library because it really fit, fits in that uh, mindset of uh, handmade low level uh, right. uh, no dependencies yeah um yeah well yeah sorry yeah <laughs> well I, I, no you're good I, I was going to comment on, I think that it's a really good example of, of handmade principles being used, not only at a large scale, um, because like, I think a lot of people nowadays are kind of in the mindset that uh, in order for something to be maintainable or scalable, it has to be like this object oriented, like very, uh, very like uh, abstracted kind of thing. But if you look at the Raylib API, it's like, no, like here are the functions you call, like that's, that's what it is. And I think it's a really good example of uh, using the reality of your problem, which is your audience, what you're trying to do, what kind of API you're trying to make, uh, and just like writing the simple thing that that accomplishes that. Like, I think it's a really good example in that way too, um, not just technically, but in terms of how you pose it as like how much context you use about your problem, basically. Um, so I think that's really great. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's it's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, I, I actually, it's 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 also a, a resources um, problem to to solve. I mean, uh, right? You 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 need to be aware of uh, what are the resources you have, and uh, obviously, what what is your your public? What is the people using Riley doing? And yeah, uh, try try to to find the the, the best uh, equilibrium, the best balance. Uh, with, with the with the things you you have on the table, so yeah, yeah, and I, I, just uh, to to complete another another things I, another thing I'm working right now, it's uh, oriented to the to, towards the maintainability. You you know that we were talking about before maintainability. Uh, right. I'm trying to put more efforts on the continually integrating integrated system, but I'm also adding to Rileap the option of automated testing. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, you will be able to call a Riley program through the command line, going back to the command line that I love the command line, and say, okay, <laughs> now you have to capture that frame and compare that capture with another with that other capture to see the differences or to check if everything is working as expected or generate an input at that frame, all automated, automated testing. Right. And yeah. I'm I'm trying to do some not not something bigger, but adding some features on that side. Obviously, mm -hmm. they, they could yeah. deactivate it uh, for the release version of the game. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I think yeah. they, they could help uh, with testing, with testing the library. Because now right. the only way I have to test the library is verify that it compiles, that all the examples compile, and that's all. But it could happen that things compile, but uh, the output is not the expected output. And usually with graphical right. application, it's very difficult to, to, to verify some kind of things. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking earlier. Um, like it, it sounds like it is a good idea to, I guess, put, uh, like because right now you can verify that it builds. Um, but I guess also just having some basic things like I tried to draw a rectangle. What was the output image? Like what did that look like? Yeah, that's it. Uh, that so that that seems like a pretty good thing to do in terms of supporting. Like there's so many. Uh, like I'm surprised how many platforms. Like you're I, there are a lot of contributors on the GitHub, but I assume the most common contributors like it's you. Like you're pretty much doing most of the yeah <laughs> uh, work. I, so I was like, that's a lot of platforms for one person to be maintaining while adding f like uh, features and making forward progress. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I I have to say that. Uh, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not doing all the all the testing for all the platforms. That that's the that's the truth. Right. I mean, I, I use I usually do that before every release. That's probably the yeah. the the reason why uh, lately Riley, every every new Riley release uh, takes me three, four, five, six months, even a year. Some of the releases, because. Yeah. Really, the, the the last month before a release, it's it's a pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I try to uh, do a, a, a to lock the API for that release. Uh, yeah, and then test everything on on Windows on Linux. I cannot test on Mac. I have no Mac, but I test on Raspberry Pi and I test on Android and I test on HTML5. I usually yeah. test all those platforms and I test all the examples on those platforms and and it's it's actually it's, it's a, a manual work. I mean I I yeah I don't have another mechanism at the moment to do it in a kind of automated way. I have yeah. I compile everything and I just keep running the examples and see that everything is running but it's also hardware dependent in some in some cases. So in Android, right. I got uh, one mobile phone. I, I can't get a second one. But testing it in two mobile phones, it's obviously not enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I I know that like OpenGL drivers on PC are like also like pretty not notoriously unreliable if you move between like vendors and uh, different versions of, of GPUs and things like that. Like it gets, pr it, there's a lot of like combinatoric explosion stuff happening in there where it's just like, it's really hard to make something reliable nowadays. Yeah. But um, uh, Ryan, I have to say something good mm -hmm. that yeah. uh, Rylip, it's so, uh, when, I, when I designed Rylip, I tried to use a, a minimal set of OpenGL functionality that's the reason right. it could be ported to OpenGL AS and other OpenGL versions easily. Because right. I, I tried to minimize the use of OpenGL and I tried to keep things simple internally, very, very simple. And I yeah. think that helps a lot to allow Riley running in lots of hardwares with 
uh, most most of the times at the first go, actually there are some people in 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 the in the Riley uh, Discord saying that they have tried Riley in a new platform and it was uh, uh, just compile it, just compiling it and it works. That's wow, crazy. Yeah. Actually, I, I checked the the 3ds version and the, the mm -hmm. number of changes. It was like I don't know, uh, like 20 lines of code. Change it. Wow, yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's awesome, and it worked. So yeah, uh, I think that keeping things uh, handmade, low level, simple. Yeah, it's one of the reasons that it made uh, Riley so easy to be ported to or be adapted to any platform. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's one of yeah definitely library actually. Yeah, that it's pretty interesting because I think that's been. So that kind of idea has been uh, in Handmade since the beginning with the first like 20 days roughly of Handmade Hero being about like setting up this this like this API boundary between things yeah. uh, and like knowing where that can bite you uh, and just having a more kind of like I guess judicious approach about what you do in that space is is pretty important. Uh, and it's been kind of like a central theme to Handmade, I think, from the beginning. So it's really it's awesome to see it put into into practice um, across like so many platforms. Like the fact that somebody's running on a 3DS. I've wanted to write console games for <laughs> my entire life, so that's like super cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and actually, another thing that we we haven't commented, it's uh, the right yeah. bindings, the language bindings of Riley. Right, yeah. has been binded. Uh, at this moment to more than 50 languages. My goodness. 50 programming is... languages. I, actually, I, I'm not aware of any other uh, library uh, binded to so many languages. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really crazy. I, I try to so like, PNG or, or something like that, probably, but, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's really insane. 50 different languages. It yeah, I think I think C C must put you in a really good position to do that. I guess because the the core API is so simple. That's it. That's that it. yeah, that that's the only you know all yeah. you the only the only feature you need is like structs and functions more or less to like kind of like that's the minimal set and then every other language that like wraps that in objects or whatever yeah, that can just do that. Um, so that's pretty awesome. It, it, so. Is there automation in any of that process, or are these people who are manually writing the bindings to like well, all the API calls? There are, uh, there are actually all kind of approximations. Actually, uh, I agree. Hmm. Uh, I think it was last week that someone had created an uh, uh, an automation um, uh, program that just read the, the Riley header. It was enough just reading the header, and it just generated oh. binding automatically. Cool. Is that so? Is that is that what's used to generate the cheat sheet as well? Because I noticed that that's not like the actual header files, and it also knows like which code is in which module and everything. Is that the same kind? Of, maybe it's not the same code, but maybe the same yeah, system working there, like same idea. It's the same code. Oh, okay, cool. What I did to yeah, just for organization purposes, was splitting the Riley header into independent files. Well, I, I, right. I, but actually, actually, the the lines are, are are the same that in the header. I, I actually, when when some people ask me about the best way to to know what uh, Riley has to offer or to uh, or ask me for the documentation about the the library, 
I usually point yeah. them to uh, cheat sheet is the first approximation, but the second right. the, sec the second one it's the uh, right lip header. I I always have the right lip header oh, open yeah. by default just to check the functions and everything. yeah, yeah, yeah for sure that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. I also see like there's lots of uh, like mo different people have ported Raylib to like the same. Like there's been like five Lua ports, for example. Yeah, that's like different Lua ports. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. actu actually Lua, it, it's it's quite easy to port a C library to Lua, I think. Oh, okay. And there are different ways to port it uh, with the FFI, I think it's called. It's uh, just referencing the the functions. Well, I, I, I'm not I'm not sure about that assumption, but uh, I think that mm -hmm. it is very uh, easy to. Uh, automatically generate bindings for Lua, for Rylib. And yeah, some people just prefer to generate the bindings themselves uh, despite, instead of, of, of using uh, another binding already generated. Right, makes sense. Because, uh, I yeah. don't know, they generate the bindings in the way they prefer or they feel more comfortable having their own bindings. I I, I, I I don't know. I, actually, I was maintaining for some time one uh, Lua binding for Rylib. Okay. And yeah, at the end, I had to stop maintaining it because uh, yeah, it, it was not that easy. It was no not an automatic yeah. binding and every change in the library, every new function, I had to create a, a function equivalent in Lua and everything. And right, it was a lot of work actually at the moment. Yeah, well, um, I so we're getting close to the to the end of the time I have you for. I want to ask you, uh, what anything you're working on, uh, anything you want to say generally. Um, I, I'm really curious to hear what what kind of stuff you're kind of putting your programming time towards. Uh, just in general, I don't know if it's purely oh. Raylib work or. <laughs> Wow, uh, that, that that would be a, a very long question, <laughs> a very long answer. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Uh, right, right now I I got uh, in my GitHub. Uh, let me let me check. I got uh, let me check. I got about twenty five projects, I think. <laughs> Something like wow. That. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, uh, at least uh, half of those projects are, are open or at least 15 of those projects are open and I'm working on that. But wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, oh, man. It's, it's crazy. So, sometimes I, I just uh, need, need, need some time to, to breathe and, and think about it because yeah, right. it's, it's, it's really a lot of fun for me to start a new project and I Sometimes I come up with an idea and say, oh, come, let, let, let's try to do things. Um, I, I got a, a project that I want to try or something. So sometimes I have more right. projects than, than the ones I expected. But yeah, uh, go, going <laughs> into the projects, uh, I would just briefly talk about three projects that I'm working right now. Uh, one of them, it's okay. uh, RPNG, and it's a... a Okay. Single file C library uh, header only uh, to manage uh, PNG chunks, PNG chunks of oh, data. Okay, you know that PNG yeah. has a lot of information inside, not only the image information, but also right. 
uh, it could contain text information and well actually a lot of information uh, oh. I, I, actually recently uh, zbrush uh, released a zbrush mini core version uh, a small version of zbrush that you know the program and yeah. it allows saving the the 3d models information into png images so, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's it, awesome. That's awesome because <laughs> you got the image of the model in 3D, but also the image contains all the information to 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 load the model. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's that's a little weird. That's yeah. Funny. Well, I, actually, actually, when when I when I was working in EA, I, I worked in the sport franchise. You know, the game sport. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of uh, Sims, but with creatures. Well, I, actually, that that game. Uh, use the PNG to store the parameters required to regenerate the the procedural creatures in 3D. Uh, wow! You got the image of the creature, and then you just drag and drop the image into the program, and it regenerates the the 3D version of the character. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and, and actually, uh, also the the Pico uh, Pico Eight, you know, that virtual console. Yeah, they use uh, a PNG images to contain the the the, the full the game the full game actually in the, in the PNG. What? Oh my gosh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I didn't. I had no idea. Maybe I should write my own PNG yeah, decoder. Well, I, like... actually, uh, uh, that's super cool. And actually, I love the PNG format. And I decided, but usually when you have to do that kind of stuff to read chunks, uh, write chunks, create custom chunks with custom data. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, not not many people uh, consider that option. That option because it seems complex to do that. And yeah, I decided to just create a, a very small library with a bunch of API functions. I think there are about uh, ten basic functions that allow you to uh, read and write uh, custom chunks. Of okay. Data. And yeah, it can use it can be used for that purpose. But well, I, I, I did that, but I actually added uh, to that small library the feature to create, to actually create PNGs. You can, it has a function to just receive the, the raw uh, pixel data and it generate valid uh, PNGs. Oh, cool. So okay. The same, That's awesome. The same library, the same header only library includes a full deflate, uh, comp deflate completion. Uh, uh, compression implementation that it was actually developed by uh, Mika Metke that I think oh, right. you, you interview in the in the second podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah I th third maybe I think maybe either third or fourth. It I was, can't. Oh, oh third. Maybe, yeah, it was, it was third. Yeah, uh, he, he developed yeah. recently a, a small uh, deflate implementation for compression. Oh, awesome! And I, I okay, I, 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 I got in touch with, with him and. I asked him about using that, and actually, he helped me a lot to generate valid uh, PNG streams, Zlib PNG streams for for the image data. Yeah, I, I implemented that in that file actually. So now that small wow. library to manage PNG chunks can also uh, generate PNG files. <laughs> Valid PNG, <laughs> and, and actually, it's it's pretty good. Uh, the compression and the quality, it's 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 well, not not the quality because there is no, they are not Lucy, but the compression, it's it's pretty right. good. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, wow, that's awesome. That yeah. is super cool. And 
Well, that was one of the my last projects, and also there is another uh, similar project that uh, a tool that I expect to release in the following weeks. That it's um, okay. a tool to embed information into images. Oh, that's awesome! You know, okay. Actually, I published the you know Airtex Viewer, the tool that I showed you before. Yeah, I published yeah. in Twitter that tool inside one image. So <laughs> you can download the image from Twitter and just uh, uh, pick all the co colored pixels, save that as 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 raw data, rename to uh, .zip, and you got the file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. that's great that's awesome and, and, and now yeah. I, I want to publish that small tool uh, into web for everyone that wants to oh. at some point maybe uh, create an image from a file to just share that image instead of the file or something like that uh, yeah I, I put that on web so I'm I'm working on that and well and the third big project I'm I'm working right now it's um a custom file format for a uh, data packaging you know okay interesting you usually so lots of games package the data with uh, images right. audio text uh, uh, well anything it's packaging a dot big or dot package or dot assets uh, right. file uh, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm working on a on a custom uh, file format, yeah, that, that's that's it. It's intended cool. to be integrated with Rylib, but it, it's also uh, intended to be integrated with any with any engine because it has an interface and everything. Yeah, it's all. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That sounds pretty cool. I so it's it's interesting because sharing images that encode like executable files, for example. Yeah. So like, I feel like so much work has gone in on every chat program to share images easily because people do that a lot of the time. I know. But sharing other things isn't as easy. So it'd be, it'd be cool to use that as, as a way to... Actually, actually as a way I, to did, share stuff. I did the test. I did the test. And I was able to uh, send by email an executable file inside uh, the generated PNG. <laughs> so awesome. usually, uh, Google, I, I think Google should. <laughs> uh, yeah. Block, I think Google blocks executables when are sent by email. Yeah. I think for for security reasons. Uh, yeah. With that formula, you can do that. Actually, you you can send executables <laughs> all over all over the the, the net. Because <laughs> that's awesome. I don't know yeah. any server that blocks a PNG file. <laughs> right. I mean, they they. I'm sure they're transferring it across the network all the time anyways just to like if they're serving web pages or or anything like yeah, that that's it like the, yeah <laughs> yeah pro that's probably it, it has some potential or some economic potential out there or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, yeah if if nothing else it's pretty awesome you know like putting data where you don't expect it it's, it's pretty cool yeah, i i really i really love that that part of programming actually I really have yeah. a lot of fun uh, creating this this kind of, of things. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm I'm probably a very bad seller, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very bad with with business and trying to to sell things and that. But yeah, I don't care as much as I care that the things I create are 
awesome or are super fun to be created, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. That feeling, I think it, it has no, no price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody, everybody in Handmade Network, I'm sure, is, is cheering for it. Like, so <laughs> at least, yeah, because that's, that's pretty cool stuff. Um, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, um, it's been a, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show, Ray. Uh, well, thank you very much, Ray. It was a pleasure talking to with you. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the conversation. Uh, if anybody, so again, we'll, we'll, uh, give people the link to, uh, to the Raylib site, which is raylib.com, R-A-Y-L-I-L-I-B.com. Um, and you can check it out. If you're getting into programming, you can try it out and hopefully get something on the screen faster. Um, because otherwise you'd be, you know, stuck <laughs> typing hello world into a black box or whatever. So, um, yeah. So yeah. Awesome work, uh, Ray. It's, it's really cool to see all the work you're doing um, you and that. seeing what people are doing with it. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Talk to you soon, Ryan. Thank you very much. All right. Cool. See ya. See ya. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Handmade Network podcast. You can join us in making software by hand by going to handmade.network. You can also email in questions or topics for the podcast to podcast at handmade.network. Hope to see you next time.